podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your long-time catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a Friday on which absolutely nothing is happening. So there's not a whole lot to talk about. So what we'll do today is we'll just go around the main Liverpool sites. It might be a bit of a short one, but so be it. Uh, This is Anfield, where we always start. They have a piece up, the expert analysis of Darwin Nunes' injury history, anything to worry about. Uh, The at 3CB performance of social media, uh, Rajpar Brar, he basically tweets about injuries and, and how long players can be out for, chances of re-injury, things like that. Obviously, look, we have our own experts here on AI with, with Brundish and Marty Lockrun and people like that. But uh, this guy's an interesting follow. Um, I think he's a Chelsea fan. I think he's a Chelsea Chelsea fan and a Lakers fan. His Lakers content is dreadful, but he does know his stuff about injuries. So this is an interesting read. And if you're just curious about the knee and the different injuries in there, you can have a look at it. And uh, it might also give you a little bit of insight into the Joe Gomez injury from last year, because there is a big piece here, a big picture of a knee uh, with the skin removed and the muscle removed, just showing you you know, the different uh, tendons and ligaments, and it's all quite grim, especially that patella tendon, which is what Joe Gomez tore. Uh, So, yeah, this is a a good piece, well worth the read. Take the time to have a look through it. Uh, There's some bits on Calvin Ramsey. There is a piece here on Luis Diaz and how his humility has been applauded. Um, When and where the Liverpool team bus arrives on match days, check that one out. There's a piece about Ben Davies, the forgotten man. Liverpool have set a price tag on him. And when we talk about players that are for sale, we often forget about him. Uh, Liverpool apparently are looking to get about four million from him. Uh, Middlesbrough and Celtic apparently both interested. So do check that out. He's not a bad defender at all, to be fair. And you do have to feel bad for him because he's never played for Liverpool. He's never going to play for Liverpool. And what was probably his dream move just hasn't worked out for him. He may well go on loan again. He had a decent loan at Sheffield United. Uh, He had some injuries there that kind of limited him a bit, but he did have a decent loan. So check that out. Um, Nat Phillips joins Liverpool past and present at training camp in Portugal. So here he is with Jordan Henderson, uh, Leighton Clarkson, Reese Williams, yeah. And oh, sorry. No, it's Henderson and Lalana went on holiday together, uh, did a little bit of training. 
brought over uh, one of the physios with them uh, to to kind of look after them while they were doing a bit of training. So yeah, check that out there about uh, about Nat Jordan and Adam Lalana. And that's basically it then for this is Anfield on to Liverpool.com where uh, they'd get a bit more fanciful with their stuff. Sadio Mane just gave 2016 hint, sorry, 2026 hint by showing Liverpool mini Mourinho with key Jurgen Klopp trait. Who's this about? Liverpool no longer have to consider the matter of a Jurgen Klopp heir with urgency, but Sadio Mane may have highlighted the perfect candidate. Is this about Julian Nagelsmann? It is about Julian Nagelsmann. I really don't see how he'd be a mini Mourinho. Um, don't really see him being anything like Mourinho, to be honest. But Nagelsmann will definitely be on our list if he's available at that point. So you can check that out. The Media Digest is titled Liverpool won 67.5 million Mason Mount transfer as major Raheem Sterling decision is detailed. Liverpool want Mount. According to Sky Sports, Liverpool and Man City have both made discreet offers to Mason Mount this summer. His contract ends in 2024. I would be very, very happy if we were to land Mason Mount. Very, very happy to land Mason Mount. Very good player. Would fit in really well on the right side of our midfield. Of all the English players that we could sign, he's probably in my top five. Bakayo Saka would be one. I think Saka would just be an absolutely perfect fit for us. You can imagine a Trent Saka right side for a decade just being incredible. Bellingham would be two. I think that level of midfield talent is rare in the modern game, especially in England. So to get someone like Jude, who you could build around for 10, 12 years, would be very, very good. Reese James is actually third on my list, but I'd love him on the right side of midfield. I think if you were to move to something resembling a 4-4-2 and play him on the right of that, tucked in narrow with Diaz wide and high on the left and then Salah and Darwin up front. Reese playing in to out on that right side in front of Trent and the two of them having the ability to swap positions because obviously Reese has primarily been a right back at Chelsea, but he was primarily a midfielder in his youth career and when he was on loan at Wigan. And Carl Matchett has talked about him before as someone that could be sensational in a midfield position. So he'd be number three. Emile Smith-Rowe would be four. And that might surprise some people because he's not quite established himself the way these others have. But I just love watching Emile Smith-Rowe play. I love his game. I think he is a 10 that's where you'll get the best out of him. You put him as a 10 behind someone like Darwin, I think he'd just be incredible. And then Mount would be would be five. And then you could you could convince me on Mount over Smith Rowe 
definitely. He's obviously got more of a proven track record. Smith Rowe is more of a talent play and more of a gamble based on potential. But they'd be my five. Any of those would be great signings for us. And there's others as well. I mean, Conor Gallagher would be a decent signing. Um, Sancho, I'll always have a fascination with because I just think there's, there's a very Ribery-esque talent with him. Um, Callum Hudson-Odoi is one I very much like. I think he's an excellent player. I do very much like James Justin. I think his defensive versatility is important. There's no English goalkeepers that you'd want. In terms of centre-backs, we have the best English centre-back. The only other one I... I do love... I, I love Esri Konza. But I do really like Fikayo Tomori. But they're a step down from what we already have. So they don't really make sense for us. Um, if we were to ever consider moving Trent into midfield permanently and Reese James wasn't an option to bring in at right-back, Tino Livermento is one that I'm very much fond of. I think there's a special talent there. Michael Lise is no longer an English international. He's a French underage international, but I love him. He's He is brilliant. He is going to be something extra special. Um, in the same vein, Jamal Musiala obviously was England underage, now playing for the German senior team. He's special. Uh, Noni Mudeki at PSV Eindhoven, very, very talented. Spurs made a big mistake in allowing his contract to run down the way they did. There are a lot of very talented English players that I would love to have at the club. I mean, look, if the price was right, I'd definitely take Declan Rice. Um, obviously, he was a better player when he was Irish than he is now. But, you know, you, you take what you get. Um, but Declan Rice would just be ridiculously overpriced. The same thing goes for Jared Bowen. If Jared Bowen was a £30 million buy, which is about what he's worth, you'd take Jared Bowen at that price, no question, as your fourth or fifth attacker, no doubt. But I don't think he's good enough to start for a team like Liverpool, and they would want £65, £70 million for him. So you'd rule him out on that basis. Um, Armando Brogia, I do like. Obviously, he's an Albanian international, but he is English-born, but we signed Darwin, so we don't have any need for a player like that. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of really talented, high-profile English players out there. And another one I do really like, and I would like to see us potentially nab, is, um, is Joe Gellhart at Leeds, the young striker. I think he's very, very special. And Carney Chukwemeka at uh, Aston Villa is another one. But yeah, the, my top five would be my five. Livermento and Elise would be players I'd love us to get our hands on. Even if Livermento was just to play on the wing, I, I think he could be great, you know, but with Trent and with Ramsey, we, we're not going to sign any more right backs. But I, I do still like the idea of Reese James on the right side of midfield. Anyway, um, part of this media digest suggests that Raheem Sterling wants to return to Anfield. I have to say, I very much take Raheem Sterling back. I very much would take Raheem Sterling back. I don't care 
what the public perception is. You've been fed a bunch of lies. How he was treated on his way out of Liverpool was a disgrace. What Ian Eyre and Brendan Rodgers did to him was a disgrace. Raheem is a great player, and I would definitely have him back. Definitely. Raheem wide right in front of in front of Trent. Diaz wide left in front of Robbo. Virgil and Ibu, Fab and Thiago, Mo and Darwin, Ali and Goal. Obviously, that's that's an eleven that would absolutely terrify the rest of this league. But I would want Raheem on the right, not on the left. I would take Raheem Sterling back in an instant. In an instant. Like, remember how good this fella is. Like, put aside the fact that you don't like the way he left for whatever reason. And look at what he's actually done at City. Look at the body of work at City. From 1718 through to the end of 1920, he is one of the five best players in the league for three straight years particularly 1819 and 1920. He's one of the five best players in the league over that three-year span. He's absolutely sensational. 23 and 46, 25 and 51, 31 and 52. Unbelievable. Yes, the last two seasons have been below that standard, but he still got 17 and 47 last year. He scored 131 goals in 339 games for City over seven seasons. And he's always fit. 47, 47, 46, 51, 52, uh, 49, 47. Raheem doesn't miss many games. He is a machine. Absolute machine. 77 caps for England, 19 goals. England's best player at the Euros, without a shadow of a doubt. Carried that England team, carried them at that at that Euros. Um, I would be very much in favour of bringing Raheem Sterling back to Liverpool. Just a fantastic all round player. And what is he? Twenty seven turns twenty eight in December, so he's right in his prime. Yeah, you you get absolutely no. Dispute from me on Raheem Sterling. Raheem, pack up the 43 kids and bring them back down the road. You'd absolutely snap them up. Without question, you'd snap them up. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, I seem to get sidetracked on things, don't I? Liverpool have 41-goal solution for Jurgen Klopp as 15 million double exit nears confirmation. Uh, my assumption here is that this is a suggestion that Oakley Cannoneer should get minutes in the Liverpool first team, which I'm sure he is a very talented player, but he is a kid and Liverpool can't really be relying on kids to replace proven quality. Uh, Jurgen Klopp already identified next Sadio Mane as Liverpool could return for £18 million forward. This is about Jeremy Doku. Super talented, but has had two disappointing seasons at Wren. Now, if you're buying from Wren, he's the third one, maybe the fourth one you'd go for. Lovremeyer is one. Kamaldine Suleimane is two. 
And the third one is either Doku or Martin Terrier. Um, there's no doubting Doku's talent, but he, he hasn't put it all together yet. And until he does, I, I don't think it's a move that Liverpool would pursue. Liverpool can sign 35 goal forward for just 51 million as perfect Kylian Mbappe alternative for FSG. So my assumption then is that this is Christopher Nkunku who will be available next summer for 51 million pounds. Signed a contract extension this summer with a 60 million euro buyout. 35 goals and 19 assists last season. Absolutely phenomenal. And if Mo does go, this is the guy I think we're best suited to bring in. Now, he's not going to play on the right of a front three, but I think just off Darwin, or even as a 10 and a 4-2-3-1, he would absolutely tear the Premier League apart. He is so, so good. Such an intelligent player. Uh, somewhere between Bobby and Sadio, stylistically. Uh, yeah, that is about Oakley Cannoneer, um, the other piece. Right, that is that. On to AnfieldIndex.com. Nothing new in terms of articles. Steve Smith must be taking himself a bit of a holiday at the minute. I don't know who approved this, but certainly wasn't me. Uh, we do have plenty of podcasts. There is the Pro Plus Series of the season review. Guy sat down with Dan Kennett and Phil Barker to discuss their views on the season just past. There is that Sadio Mane under pressure tribute. Raw Retro is finally out. We were forced to re record um, basically from after the first goal to the end of the game. So myself, Trev, and Jim did that today. So that's out. I think it's really good. Let us know what you think, because it's a bit of a new one for us to do these older games. We're planning another one next week. Uh, we're going to do the 2001 UEFA Cup final. So I'd really appreciate any feedback on that. And, and when we do the second one on it as well, and then we'll see if we're going to do a few more beyond that. Uh, myself and Mark Roberts recorded a what if earlier today about the 13-14 season. Um, so that, that's good. That'll be out at some point. I'm not sure when. Um, over the weekend, for sure. And uh, that is it then. That is me for today, folks. I will speak to you all on Monday when hopefully there's something more to talk about. Or I'll just go on more tangents about what players I'd like us to sign. But, um, you know, either way, enjoy your weekends. Bye-bye. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement, and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community, where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows.
Sports Social Podcast Network.